and welcome to the Cambridge Connection, your roadmap to debt solutions and renewed financial wellness with your host, Gordon Oliver. The Cambridge Connection is brought to you in partnership with Cambridge Credit Counseling, offering you simple, safe financial solutions since 1996. Before we begin this episode of the Cambridge Connection, there will be some pretty heavy topics discussed, including suicide that may be triggering to some listeners. If you or someone you know is struggling, please call the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, 988. Out of the blue, I spent uh, the better part of my adult life as uh, severely depressed, uh, trying on every type of medication and treatment protocol that you could think of, uh, until eventually getting classified with treatment-resistant depression and going through a, a, a really serious treatment protocol uh, at the end of 2019, right before COVID, at Emory and then at a place called Skyland Trail. Welcome, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection, right here on WHMP 101.5 FM, 1400 AM. I am your host, Gordon Oliver, here without my co-pilot, Tina Marie. She is feeling under the weather. And just before I get into today's episode, uh, Merry Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy holidays to everybody out there. Um, it's that time of year. And unfortunately, on our show today, we are doing a tribute to a friend that has passed away uh, as a result of suicide. And um, it's never a good time, obviously, but wanted to do a tribute. He was a guest on our program, and his name is Gordon Corsetti, and he was owner of the blog called Mentally Agile. That website is mentallyagile.com, and his family is going to continue his work and I'll be posting about that uh, many times to help support the cause of some work that he did. So Gordon um, was a great friend of mine. Um, he ha- he was a lacrosse official, which I am also, and he was one of the top-notch lacrosse officials in Georgia. I would see him once a year at convention, and also he would listen to me when I called for advice. But more importantly, he moved on as a... Um, as an employment of being an official, he still officiated for the Georgia Lacrosse Officials Association, but he moved on to actually do some just regular work, working for a power company, but he created a blog called mentallyagile.com and um, for much of his life had struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts. And you want to talk about a caring individual. He's one of the people that would do for many others while he was even struggling himself. So this show today is is a tribute to him. He was a guest on our program in episode 33. And we're going to have some guests on to talk about mental health, depression, and dealing with suicide uh, and those types of thoughts, because that's what he would have wanted. It is uh, an honor and a privilege to welcome my special guests, uh, Kim Lee and Christina Rivera from Mira Vista. And this obviously is a show that we're paying some tribute to uh, a friend, Gordon Corsetti, who I had on our show um, on episode 33, who had a website called uh, Mentally Agile, helping people um, that struggled mentally, which he did, and on the beginning of December committed suicide. And um, Kim and Christina, thank you for joining the show, doing a tribute at the same time as thinking this is a good opportunity during the holidays to help with a story close to home, do a little tribute, but also give information for people that might be depressed or not dealing well with life or the holidays or debt or whatever that would be. So thank you for joining me on this show, which is kind of difficult. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you for having us. We're is happy to be here. Yeah. So Kim, you're the chief of creative strategy and development at Miravista. And Christina, you are the director of outpatient services for substance usage, correct? Yes. All right. Why don't you guys one at a time tell our audience and our listeners about what it is, even about your career, what you do, and how you got to Mira Vista and how you're helping others? Sure. 
start. I um I can I'm happy to, to start us off. Um, Gordon, this is Kim Lee, and um, I am relatively new here at Mira Vista Behavioral Health Center. I've um I've been with this incredible organization for just about five months now. Um, most of my adult life has been spent um, in the caring force, if you will. So working with organizations dedicated to making lifelong. Um, differences in the lives of individuals who may be challenged by a variety of, of situations or circumstances, whether that's substance use or mental health, um, an intellectual disability, um, autism spectrum, um, domestic violence. So I'm, I'm very, very proud of my affiliation with, with Mira Vista Behavioral Health. And we, too, are relatively new um, to the community. We were formerly um, Providence Behavioral Health. That, um, that name may resonate with, with more folks now than Mira Vista, but just about 20 months ago, um, Providence was about to close its doors, and Mira Vista, um, which has a sister hospital in Devons, Massachusetts, actually were asked by the state if we would be willing, interested in purchasing the hospital in order to keep its doors to help open for the Western Mass community. And thankfully, we did. And so today, we are operating inpatient psychiatric care for adolescents, 13 to 17, as well as adults. And we also have a whole broad range, a continuum of services and programs, which many of which are um, under the oversight of, of Christina, to tackle um, the issue of recovery and substance use diagnosis. That's awesome. And obviously, uh, you were a guest at the early stages of the Cambridge Connection when you were working with the Mental Health Association, which Cambridge Credit Counseling, the sponsor of this show, is also partnered with to help you know those consumers deal with debt problems and debt stress. So... Uh, thank you for coming back, and again, you were incredible at what you did there. I'm sure your uh, Mira Vista has uh, really gained in the in the way of helping people by bringing you on board. So, congratulations for that. Oh, thank you, Gordon. It's a great team here. Very honored to be a part of it. So, Christina, tell us about you. Hi. Yes. Well, I'm Christina Rivera. As um, you stated, I am the director of outpatient services here at Mira Vista, um, specifically for substance use. I am uh, independently licensed clinical social worker, uh, and I've been in the social work field now probably for, I don't know, too long, over 10-ish years. <laughs> um, and during that time, I've worked with children and families, um, some work with domestic violence, and about five, six years ago, I started to work specifically more with people um, struggling with substance use in um, the hospital setting and started to work for Maravista in uh, when they first opened in April of 2021. Uh, so I've been very excited to do that here at Maravista, uh, specifically when we talk about outpatient services. We have an intensive outpatient program that is for people with substance use. Um, that's a Monday through Friday program from 9.30 to 1 here at our Holyoke site, which is uh, a great service that we provide. We also provide counseling for substance use, and um, we, you know, as Kim I think had mentioned, we have our psychiatric assistance here, and we also have our um, acute services uh, for substance use, such as detox. We also have a step down um, from from detox, and um, we also have a methadone clinic. So we just offer a variety of services to the community that I'm just really excited and happy to be a part of and be able to offer that to the community. No, I'm, and again, the work that you do is, is truly uh, imp- important, incredible, to try to help people that are struggling. And so um, Gordon Corsetti, 
again, who was a friend of mine, the way that he and I met is I was a lacrosse official, and he was one of the top lacrosse officials and actually an employee at USA Lacrosse um, and really led all of the um, education and training videos and just everything. He was the epitome of somebody that just wanted to help everybody else uh, in any way that he could. And when he pivoted away from that, it's funny, on the show, he talks about one of the reasons <laughs> that he wanted to do something else, he ended up um, working for a power company, was because he didn't have to answer emails. Um, so, you know, and, and then we kind of recognize, like, hey, uh, we kind of get that, because I answer emails, it seems like, 24 hours a day. So when they um, wrote his obituary, um, they basically did what most people don't do. And they said, you know, and I'm going to paraphrase that, normally they would ask what happened and, and obituaries would be very vague, but in um, the spirit of Gordon, they, they admittingly said he lost his hellish lifelong battle with depression and died by suicide at the age of 34. And this disease for him had been going on forever. And what's incredible in my recollection of meeting him was his unbelievable open door on anything. Like I could call him as an official and he's in Georgia, I'm in Massachusetts, and I could call him after a game where it just didn't go well for a mentoring moment, or even if I was asking to continue my professional career as an official. Again, open. And when he did his website, Mentally uh, Agile for Mental Agility, it was to spread what he learned and, and knows that the disease he has is never really goes away, and he's trying to use all of his insight and research to try to help other people. So it's yeah. pretty incredible um, individual, and this is where it gets... Where I don't, you know, people, even celebrities like Twitch recently, um, Ellen DeGeneres' DJ uh, committed suicide. So people can connect through it through celebrity. They can connect through it through family. But in, in reality, for the work that you do, um, as a, a person who knew him, I didn't really see this coming. But his family, I think, knew that day could come and pretty open about it because it was a struggle for a long time. Yeah, it it, it is... Um it is, Gordon, you know, interesting when, to your point, when you have individuals who are so high profile as, as Twitch was, that, you know, raising the awareness or, you know, spreading the news about a suicide when it, when it happens um, in that way really does give us all an opportunity to just stop and reflect and to have an important conversation, you know, to, to really look at the individuals in our lives, the people we care for and about, and to just really ask a very simple question, you know, which is, how are you? You know, to, to let people know that I care about you, you're important to me, and, and, and I can talk to you about whatever it is that you may be struggling with, and, and you can do that in a way that's, that's safe and, and, and private, so that, you know, individuals will hopefully, you know, feel feel comfortable. And, you know, I, I read the obituary, um, Gordon, and I what is what was important to me and, and what struck me was their word of, of the used disease. You know, Gordon fought this disease bravely, courageously, and with everything he had for twenty years. Yep. And mental illness, mental health, substance use, it is a disease. It's a disease as, as much as hypertension or um, diabetes may be, and it, it, can be, it can be treated. It can be treated with talk therapy. It can be treated with, with medication. 
but it, it was meaningful that they that they chose that word because um, it's accurate. Mental health and physical health are not separate, disparate illnesses, if you will. You have to look at mental health just as much as you look at your physical health. Yeah, and you know, before again, we're running up against a hard break. But could you please share some, even you know, your number to get help, or even the national numbers for anyone listening to the show that might know somebody that's struggling or or might be struggling themselves? Of course. So nine nine eight eight is the the new um, nationally um, staffed suicide mental health hotline. So if there are individuals in the community who are listening to this who, who are struggling and need help now, it is 988. And for individuals who may want to have a conversation with Mira Vista about our services and how we can help them with their mental health or substance use, that is 413-701-2600. Awesome. And uh, before we take a break here, I want to tell you, one of the things that Gordon had said on the show is episode number 33 was he had uh, incurred about 112000 in debts from, um, on the mental side, he would be admittedly going out and eating a lot by himself, right? He, he enjoyed his time by himself eating out. But more importantly, a lot of that debt came from treatment and paying for treatments and being in programs. So... Um, you know, on the financial side, there's that cost so that may, people might not reach out for help because they're concerned about the cost and they might not have it. There's also the the debt stress. We've talked about this, Kim. If you're already struggling and debt's becoming a problem and now you're trying to get help and you're, and you're be incurring more and more debt and not really knowing how to deal with it, that just creates a whole other problem. So I'm glad you both have joined me on this show to just talk about this really sensitive um, but present issue that we are dealing with in the world and deals with financial sides is one thing, but as it deals with just the quality of life and being alive and trying to get help when, and knowing you need to to get help. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll go over, um, again, working through mental issues, debt, stress, and things of that nature for people that might be struggling during this holiday season. We'll be right back. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. I finally got myself into like a really good mentally good spot that I hadn't been in. Uh, but I also had, for those 10, 15 years, constant debt. And then right before I got into line work, dealing with well over 100000 right about $112,000 worth of credit card, medical debt, uh, personal loans, car work stuff, uh, that was just an absolute mess. And so the last year and a half has been uh, good for my mental health. Uh, and then now that my mind was finally in a really good spot, how could I get my financial spot in a place to match? Um, I had been uh, probably about 50% of my debts were straight up uh, just paying credit cards for medical debt, okay. be it hospitalizations or outpatient treatment protocols or more often uh, psychiatric care that was out of network almost always. Um, so I would have that. And so it's like, it, I'm in that mentality. I think I saw it on beep. Like one character is like a hundred thousand dollars in debt and he just buys a $50,000 car. Cause what's another 50,000 if you're already a hundred thousand in debt. So mm-hmm. part of that was a little bit of willful denial of the situation and just being like, whatever. Uh, and the other part of that was just trying to find a couple little moments where I'm like, okay, I can do something nice for myself, even though it's going to put me in a hole later. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I am your host, Gordon Oliver, missing my co-pilot, Tina Marie, but having a tremendous uh, discussion with Kim Lee and Christina Rivera from Mira Vista. And again, talked a little bit, again, in this tribute to Gordon Corsetti about mental health, suicide, all of the things that obviously are the worst possible case scenario 
um, and ends up where, that people um, unfortunately fall uh, prey or fall victim to such a disease. But there are resources, and that's we're going to celebrate the second half of the show talking about resources that people can turn to if they're struggling with mental health, with debt help, debt problems. Every year after the holidays, people wake up in late January, early February, and realize how much they spend, and the economy's not doing great. There's record credit card applications for new lines of credit being uh, um, submitted. There's record amounts of debt on credit card debt, and 60% or more of people are living paycheck to paycheck. So if you need to talk to a credit counselor, the sponsor of this show, Cambridge Credit Counseling, it's 1-800-CAMBRIDGE, or you can uh, email the show at connect at cambridgecredit.org with questions or if you need assistance. And, you know, this is basically Cambridge Credit Counseling handles everything that relates to having debt problems, whether it be credit card, unsecured loans, medical bills, um, uh, mortgage issues, foreclosure intervention. They have a whole HUD team and, and housing specialists that help people if renters are falling behind on rent as a, as a result of COVID. So if you are struggling with debts in any way, 1-800-CAMBRIDGE is there. Now, let's go to the mental side of things, because, Kim, we've talked about debt stress and how that's just an additional layer to when someone's already struggling. So it's the holiday times, and while we hear all the Christmas music and all the lights and all the wonderful stuff on the surface, we also know that many people during this time of year struggle. They, they do, Gordon, certainly, and, and I'm, you know, going to um, defer to, to my colleague, you know, Christina, certainly as, as you know, the expert in, uh, among the, 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 you know, the three of us for sure. I, you know, I, my only um, commentary or, or, or addition um, on this particular topic is, you know, we, if COVID has taught us anything, um, it is the importance of community and feeling a sense of connectedness. You know, isolation, um, loneliness um, has actually loneliness has been recently defined as um, as a health crisis. And when you don't have those opportunities to feel in association with or or a part of a, a community, those feelings of of self doubt or or of loneliness um, can really become quite prevalent. And so. Before I turn it, you know, over to Christina, I would just, you know, ask your listenership to consider who they have in their own lives, consider who they have in their neighborhood, make, you know, make a visit, you know, stop and say hello, um, go out of your way to, you know, bring a, a, a handmade, you know, dish of some kind to a neighbor who you know may be living alone, you know, just a simple, random act of kindness could really go a very long way in helping somebody with um, with their mental health. But with that thought, I'm, I'm going to definitely defer to Christina. Yeah, so I, I mean, a lot of points that you have made and Kim have made have, uh, are really spot on. Um, depression and anxiety, the, the sense of loneliness, hopelessness, those are some of the, the signs when we talked, you know, we were, I think we were talking about kind of warning signs and what to look for in your, in, in your loved ones or the people that you care about. Any change in behavior is important. Um, maybe something that just doesn't seem uh, seems out of the ordinary for them. And then, of course, as you spoke about, and financial situations are are so stressful um, and can feel it can feel so isolating, right? Because we don't oftentimes people don't want to bother other people. I think we, you know, can said like COVID times have really taught us that companionship and 
seeking community means so much to us, but I think we still very much live in a society that we don't like to bother or ask for favors or ask for support, and switching that up is, is very important. Um, so if you see a, a loved one or someone you know, experiencing anything out of the norm, talking to them about it, asking them, um, what's going on? Is there anything that I can do to help or support you? Um, and sometimes it's still, you know, you might ask a friend or you might ask somebody, no, everything's fine or I just need some alone time, I'm okay. And then getting creative, like Kim said, you know, is there is there a way that you can just offer help more specifically as opposed to just asking them if they need help, right? Um, I know that sometimes it's hard, you know, like you can say something to your loved one. It's hard with you and the kids some days. Do you want me to just grab the kids? Maybe I can grab them and bring them I don't know, to wherever for a little bit. Yep. Um, so getting creative in how you're asking um, or wanting to support, being a little bit more direct, not being scared to, to ask. Um, oftentimes people get nervous. I don't want to ask. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, it's okay to ask. It, you know, you're not going to offend and you're not going to make the situation worse by asking. If anything, you're going to open up the ability for them to trust you and have the conversation. Here's the interesting uh, common denominator when it comes to debt stress and mental health stress, because we, um, on the show, we bring this up a lot where in employer benefits, mental health has really gotten recognized now as a necessary confidential employee benefit that a person can turn to a mental health expert confidentially because there's some shame in admitting that you have a problem. On the debt side, it's the same thing where uh, an employee, one in four employees struggle with debt problems statistically. And it leads to productivity problems, morale problems, but yet they won't turn to HR because they're ashamed to talk about it. And that's one of the biggest concerns that I think we see. Now, Gordon was visibly, and everyone knew he was struggling, he would go back into treatment. So he had his journey, but for the people that are just struggling, haven't really had that, maybe walking around um, mentally ill or, or struggling, it's sometimes hard to to reach out, and it's sometimes hard for friends and family to be seeing some behaviors. I think that right. that are are troubling, but they don't know what to do. And I think that you know, going back to and you know, um, going back to his obituary, not to I, I hate to bring it up in this, but I think as you mentioned, he would he would appreciate it. He would. But it just goes to show you know how accepting his family and how open he was about it. And there's something really beautiful about that. There's also, just to touch base, sometimes we try and try, and, and as families or loved ones, there is nothing else that we could have done, or or um, or maybe there wasn't anything big that was very, you know, showing or telling, and I, I just want to also, um, you know, validate that. But I think that's the biggest thing, the difference in having that community and, and not, you know, having, and a lot of people don't, we're either culturally we're just not comfortable, not able to talk about it, was never brought up around, you know, family matters, things like that. So I think um, you bring up a really good point, both the financial aspect and mental health and, and seeing how those are very, you know, have been in the past very taboo topics for people to speak about, but also how important they are. Um, and I think just allowing people to know it's okay. You know, even with substance use, we talk about that a lot. That also has, um, it can be very stigmatizing, and it's not. It's just something you're struggling with, and people want to be able to help you. And that's what, you know, for our community, that's what we hope to give people as an opportunity to come here and, and share what they're struggling with and hopefully find support. And it's interesting, too, you know, Gordon, when you were talking about, you know, financially, you know, people feeling overwhelmed and, and, and desperate, in some situations, it's it's important whether it be anxiety, depression that's that's brought on, 
you know, because of a short-term situation or, or longer-term, it's important that people know they are just not alone. You know, they are, they are not the only one who may be struggling financially. They are not the only person who may be challenged by depression. There, there are so many other individuals who share that challenge. They just may not be sharing it with them. And one thing we like to say a lot here at Miravista Behavioral Health Center, and that is everybody has mental health. Everybody has mental health. It just may be different. It may be different from one person, you know, to another. I, I know, Gordon, I, you and I have talked about this, but, you know, I've struggled with anxiety all of my life. You know, when I was a, a youngster a million years ago, we, um, <laughs> I, used to, I used to think that I was able to tell the future. I, I would say, well, there's that feeling in my stomach. It, it must mean there, there's, you know, going to be an earthquake or it, you know, means I'm, I'm, I'm foreshadowing somebody, you know, until finally... I had a conversation with, with my family and, and my mother, um, who was a, um, a high school guidance counselor, said, Kimmy, you're, you're not foreshadowing, you're, you're, you're not telling, you know, you're, you're not forecasting the future. It's called anxiety and those are butterflies. And so, you know, we were able to have a conversation. You know, I was able to go through talk therapy and, you know, I'm, I'm a different person because of that. But I also am better now about understanding my triggers or you know, understanding what is anxiety. You know, first and foremost, for many people who are challenged with their mental health, is just understanding what it is, you know, under and then understanding how to treat it because it, it, it can be treated. And there are so many resources in our community now. There's many open and frank conversations about mental health that, you know, individuals should absolutely be reaching out in order to get the support and the services that they need. So I'm going to ask you, uh, before we are running out of time here, um, if you can periodically send me resources, I'm going to repost this show with resources like continuously um, just to raise and continue to put awareness out there. Because even in a tragic situation, like all the people that knew Gordon and all the people that knew Twitch, they also have to deal with this. And it's not your average... um, uh, family member passing away situation. So th- there's maybe people that are struggling that they don't even know it. So Kimberly and Christina, um, thank you so much for joining me on this difficult show. But um, for Gordon, for all people struggling out there, th- this dialogue needs to happen. And I want to thank you for joining me so that we could do so. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Look, this information that we shared today is very important to, to raise awareness on all sides of mental health, um, whether it be debt problems, psychological problems, family problems, and if anybody is committing or considering committing suicide, there's a hotline, which is 988, and it's really even more concerning that we had to come up with a three-digit number to make it even faster to call for help when you need it. But this was a very somber show, um, did this for his family, because in Gordon's name, we're going to continue to work on the work that he did to try to help people that are struggling mentally like he did. And uh, it was an honor today to, to in his name, talk about these topics because we know so many people out there need this type of assistance. If you have any questions for the show, you can uh, email us at connect at cambridgecredit.org. And if you've missed any of the shows, you can go wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and search The Cambridge Connection or go to whmp.com and go under podcasts to listen to any of our past episodes. And again, Gordon's episode was number 33. Please have a listen to that. And again, if you need help or assistance, 988, if you're struggling mentally with suicidal thoughts, or if you need help with debt problems, 1-800-CAMBRIDGE 
is the number to call to get assistance from a certified credit counselor. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone.